Lavola. He sees it like a phone. <laughs> Arriba! On the leg. How are you? Hola. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> I won't be here. For, I, I am here, but I won't be speaking, obviously, for Daniel. But he just, as he answered the phone, he put it to his ear like, like a phone call. He's, he's so out of stereo. <laughs> no, Hi, Max. How are you? Good. We're really good. Paolo, we've just booked our first ever wedding at the Bay Tree. Yes. And I can't, yeah. I can't express how much that fucking means to us. I'm sure Daniel's going to yeah. explain all of it. I'm just going to turn the lights on outside so we can see whilst we have a second. Tell me about it. I mean, was it? let me know what's happening because I'm guessing this is going to help you um, get, like, like, shall we say, the money in straight away, I guess. Yes, definitely. And, yeah, yeah. these lights. Like, Look good, and uh, you got a plug for the second one. Ah, like how many? How many people are coming to this wedding? When is it happening exactly? Uh, Thirty-eight people on the second of July, so they've got like exclusive use, um, everything. So yeah, they're having uh, canapes, free course meal. Petty force, tea, coffee. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Blingin. it. Listen, this is a long time coming because technically we actually scheduled this a month ago, but because of um, yeah, your health yeah. issues, you had to, to you had to delay this. So yeah. I, I was more than happy to pitch this back a month after, you know? Thank you, Paolo. Thank yeah. you. So how, are you uh, how are you feeling now? How are you feeling now? I'm feeling, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. Yeah, um, I love it. Still not hundred percent, but I will be. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I but I felt a lot better just like getting up, doing because uh, obviously I've done them um, bread and canapes today, just to try and like sort of sell the canapes. And I've done a Becky showing you a picture. It would have been on a story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But if not, mm-hmm. uh, Becky, Becky will put it on the Discord. Uh, I would love to see that. <laughs> I, want to, I want to ask you, because like, I'm sure this is, like I know probably the obvious answer, but have you seen Tea Time? Are you aware of what's about to happen? Of course I am. Of course I am. Bex has been on it. Yes. And, and uh, no, we've, li- we've listened to Oh, beautiful, Dan. Tell them what you can see because they can't see it. Uh, we've just turned the lights so, on outside. Yeah, we've just turned the lights on for both of the racks of lights. It's the and... first time that we've actually been outside to look at them as well because we just <laughs> Not... don't. We just don't. You... It's been no, a... Come come night time. Come night time. We just go upstairs and we chill with the cat, even though the cat's mm-hmm. been. We've, we've got a bloody carpet right in <laughs> right in the way, so we can't shut the. The main door. <clears throat> so the cat's been escaping all the time. <laughs> oh my god! And I know was it? I know you have a cat and you have rabbits. How many pets do you have in general over there? Uh, just four. Just four. We've got three rabbits. One's very docile, um, but we don't know if she's still mourning her sister. Aww. 
because um, <clears throat> they were called whiskey and tequila. Yeah, whiskey mm-hmm. and tequila. But we right, had very sensible had... names for the Bay Tree family. <laughs> <laughs> we had. We, they, they went out. Yeah, they went out. Yeah. They, well, she. Yeah. Who's this? A white cat is just coming to the garden. <laughs> I've never seen this cat before. It's going to Mark and Bill with us. <laughs> so I should jump away from that. Um, yeah, but whiskey we adopted because Emily, our French friend, was going back to France and it was going to cost more to take her over there than actually her buying her. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, but she's she basically um, her sister rabbit mm-hmm. died died in the um, died in the hutch next to her, and oh, they didn't they, um, they didn't uh, they, no they didn't no they didn't find her it was our friends that owned her at the time, but they didn't find her until the morning so she'd been there for the whole night with her and it was like. And obviously, she couldn't take her with her because it would have cost her about like about four hundred mm-hmm, quid, mm-hmm. four hundred quid to take her with her. Oh, that's <laughs> and nice. And we 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 adopted. Um, well, no, well, sort of. We adopted Emily, <laughs> and well, she was moving back to France, and because she had she had a cat as well called Gizmo. Who's very black and white, like Zeus. He's a little bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had she had to wait twenty one days, so she stayed with us what eleven days. In the first lockdown. Yeah, first lockdown. She couldn't get over to France for twenty one days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was when you let <laughs> let to go back over there. But yes, yeah. because of, because of the microchip. She couldn't move over there. So mm-hmm. um, then Becky was like, I want a cat. Yeah, I, I want saw the gizmo. I was looking at, we were looking at the gizmo for like oh, a week. And I was like, I want no. a cat. I need a cat. I need a cat. I was like, this is amazing. I love gizmo. It's amazing. So whilst Emily was still here, I got on the phone and we got a cat. What a viewing for Zeus whilst yeah. he was a kid. And it's his birthday on Monday. Yeah. Yes, happy birthday, birthday Gizmo! I love it. <laughs> oh he's been he's been going crazy. He's been going crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many messages Dan, have you got? Dan, oh, um, before before I ask you the first question, I just have to put it out there. I believe the connection over there is a little bit um, on the rough side ish. I don't know if you want to just quite uh, quickly fix it before right, we right. go. Two seconds. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll Don't flick it. Yeah. Bear with us, people. He's fixing the connection. <laughs> Is that a bit better? Um, continue speaking. Let me see. Well, would you know? Okay, <laughs> I think it, I think it's know. better. I think it's better. I think it's better. <laughs> Okay, uh, one of the most important right, questions I usually... Are you okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> uh, I was going to say the most important question I usually ask on tea time, um, if you like to share with everyone, is what tea or beverage of choice have you chosen for this discussion tonight? Espresso martini, Paolo. Because I don't drink tea. I'm a Yorkshireman, but I don't drink tea. So what are you drinking? Espresso martini. Oh, look at you, you bougie bitch. (laughs) Becky is shaking me up an espresso martini right now. I can hear that shaking noises, babes, in the background. (laughs) I called as well as accidentally, which means that there's one for you. Yeah, it's a virtual <laughs> espresso martini. I fucking love it. <laughs> for grace. I love it. I love it. Okay, um, let's get into these messages and we'll see what yeah. they're saying. Hooray! I'm here for this. I'm in between patients. Spill the tea, boys. Spill it. Okay. <laughs> That part. <laughs> Welcome, Definitely Nick right. Donat. It's fabulous to see you, darling. Yeah, Welcome it's good to, to hear your voice, Nick. Yes. Okay, we have a message from Jess. Hey, Dan. Hey, Paolo. <laughs> uh, I can't stick around because I want to go and watch the Unverified Awards, but I will be coming back and listening to this tea time. I love you both. And also, Dirty Sugar Shit. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. Food coma. Love you, bye. <laughs> I hope you had a great yeah. day yesterday, Jess. If you yeah. if you're not still here, well, if you mm-hmm. are still here, if was it? If Jess is here, if anyone doesn't know, um, positive mama actually got married in real life yesterday. So congratulations, my love. She's officially a wife. And oh, she's okay. married to love of her life. It's absolutely fabulous. And just to put it out there, um, she did order Dirty Sugar. So if anyone's in the UK, and uh, hopefully it'll be international by some point soon, perhaps this week, next week, um, it will be going to international. If anyone wants to check my website out, I do postal cookies and brownies, um, as well as collection for uh, special occasion cakes. Um, with Dirty Sugar with two E's, it's the name has, ugh, sorry, let me rephrase that. The name is on my bio. If you want to check and follow me on social media. And whilst you do that, guys, don't forget to follow both Dan the Balls and myself on Stereo. Just do that little follow button. Don't be afraid to uh, touch that, you know. And as well, follow us on social media, which we have our both um, our accounts activated on our stereo accounts, basically. And also, just to let you guys know out there, um, Tea Time is basically going to be streamed all over. So it'll be on Apple Music. It's going to be on Spotify, um, Google um, Podcasts. Anything you can think of, um, streaming site-wise, it's going to be all over. So, yeah. Okay. Definitely. How do you how do you feel about being was it how do you feel about being um famous on over on spotify and apple music <laughs> me yeah yeah it's picking yourself up isn't it mm-hmm, especially after mm-hmm. all what we've been through over this past year why not Yes, I love it. You know I'm not as as vocal as um, young Rebecca is, but... (laughs) 
Don't worry, I'm gonna was I'm gonna force the conversation out of you, you know. I <laughs> oh, don't worry. It, it it doesn't take much to come. It doesn't take much to come. As I've um, experienced from the past week as well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And also, just to mention, guys, what Positive Mama has just mentioned, the Unverified Awards is happening tonight. Um, I am nominated for the Sexiest Avatar, um, as well as the Best Duo Hosts with Chloe McClowface for Snatch Game, exclusively on Stereo. And I believe, what was it? I believe I am the best content creator as well, nomination wise. So um, if anyone is Paola. over, Big up Paola. anyone that's not following Paolo, follow Paolo. Yes. And um, if anyone comes back and lets me know I've won, let me know by a voice note because uh, I can't do, I can't go to the watch show right now. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to Scotty who's organizing it. But unfortunately, my priority is down the balls because this has been scheduled for two months, technically. So I don't want to miss yeah. this conversation. You know what she's, I mean? She's, she's going to bring my key downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Let's see what Chloe and my face is saying. Tea time with Bex. Oh, I'm joking. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I got My Chinese got stuck in my throat just as I started recording the message. That's a good start, <laughs> isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> good evening. How are you both? I'm excited for this. I don't know boy. how long I'll I'll be listening. Um, I I was trying to watch Drag Race and eat my Chinese, but then James decided to go and go to the pub, just to leave his Chinese getting cold and uh, the Drag Race finale halfway through. Uh, so I guess I'm I'm here instead, and I'm excited to be here. That's enough what? about me, Dan. Where about you? <laughs> That's a good story. I, I'm glad to hear your voice. You, you've got such a calming voice. Oh, we've got a cat on the list. It's fine. You get out. I've been forced. I've been forced out onto the patio because the cat is, <laughs> the cat is threatening to um, leave the building. <laughs> but but let's let's just carry on talking. She'll coax him outside and then she'll. Oh, no, don't don't do. put there. Don't put there, please. And I wasn't talking about Maya. <laughs> anyway, I've got another Diddy to play. And then yes, we have, what's that? We have um, too much Peze. Let's see what he's saying. Paulo, what's up, my dude? Dan the Bulls. How are you, sir? Happy Saturday. I'm looking forward to this after that other fiasco. So let's make this shit happen, okay? Okay, let's go, boys. Yes, I'm not yeah. gonna get into it. But if anyone, I'm not, I was, I'm not gonna be very explicit about it. But for anyone who um has missed the last tea time, um, I've decided not to put it on streaming sites because, unfortunately enough, um, let's just say the person did not understand the assignment, and I'm not gonna get into it any further. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I didn't hear any of it, but I've heard the uh, reaction. But... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I wanna, so I want to ask you another question, which is the um, 
why I usually ask all my guests on Tea Time is, would you of like uh, would you like to let the listeners know on Stereo as well as those listening on Spotify and other streaming sites where you are in the world right now and how is your lockdown situation, if any? Our position is Stillington, nine miles outside of York. Um, beautiful little country village. Um, only three pubs in the village. Well, three-ish pubs in the village. There's one Indian over the across the road. Um, but we have a, a very real ale pub down the road from us as well, probably about what, 100 metres. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's us who are a fine dining country restaurant. So it's a good night dynamic within the uh, village. And COVID has affected us uh, very, very strangely. And mm-hmm. weirdly, uh, we've we've had a few deaths, um, not through COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, <laughs> um, not through COVID, but just a few. Yeah, I don't know. Over the past couple of years, we've I've I've lost all my grandparents. I'm so not, sorry. Not within this, this this past couple of years, but I lost the last couple, and um, Bex lost her main her main staple as a grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, I've gone through my health issues. My dad's gone through his health issues. So you're getting me triggered already <laughs> but this is good this is good it's, um, how was it I want to ask you how was your how was your lockdown experience um, for you individually for the first time like first time last year um, first the first time I don't know. Looking back at it, it it just seemed like a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't know what was going on. You knew it was going to carry on, but I don't know. You, you you're like, oh, well, <laughs> is it or not? Is it or not? It's it was crazy as just running the business eight months and then that to start and then obviously your landlords and your suppliers aren't going to know what's going on as well so they're still demanding bills and you're like right where do I sit Mm -hmm. the the government were quite quiet for a while I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it has. It has. Especially as you got... <clears throat> I don't know if you matters about me speaking about this. Um, 
Yes. No, but he's got to ask about it as an individual. Yes. Um, it was like, right, all this debt's in my name. So mm-hmm. they brought they brought the bounce back phone. Okay, that's great. Great interest rate, great APR. And you're like, right, but is it going to be sorted by that point that I actually start have to repay it back? And mm-hmm. in fact, it's not. Because I'm meant to start paying this bounce back loan next month. But you're not making enough money. Mm-hmm. They let us to do takeaways. Wasn't making enough money at all. No, nothing. Like, that's why we shut up takeaways for a few good few weeks. Mm-hmm. Especially as the time I was ill. And it was just like, they're just making it harder for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because the government is saying, all oh, right. Obviously, we've went off through this Brexit stuff as well. So fish is more expensive to get. You have to go through a lot more a lot more paperwork. It's, it's everything's generally harder. The suppliers don't know what to get. So they're they're short on supply. So it, it's like from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> Um, before we get into it, let me introduce you to, um, let me introduce you. So, um, for those who are unaware of Tea Time, welcome. Um, if this is your first time, this is getting to know an individual, an individual's life. And my guest is none other than Yorkshire, was it York's man, pub, um, owner himself. It is the fabulous Dan the Balls, everyone. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if you can hear it back. I'm doing a fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, I tell this to my guys that I'm a one-person soundboard. What color is your fan? I reckon I can guess it. So I don't know if you've seen uh, my picture um, a month ago, but um, it's the fan owned by Bimini Bomboulash from RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. I brought um, her merchandise after the finale. So, yes. That's the fan you're hearing. Oh. <laughs> yes. What, what do you think it was? Right. I can't remember the picture. Obviously, I've been on your Instagram, but I can see it being a pink tinge, uh, mm-hmm. sort of, um, a sort of aqua, a light aqua, and a sort of cream. For some so, reason, I was gonna was it? I was gonna say that was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, the fan is um, all white, and it says Bimini Babes, and it has um, her signature lips with a little beauty mark on the sides with um, um, her two front teeth, basically. Ah, cool, cool. 
Yeah. I, I, I okay. don't know where I came up with those colors for you, though. <laughs> that could be a different story, Pablo. <laughs> who knows? Who knows, you know? Uh, I was going to say, for those listening for the first time, we're giving you a heads up. This is a triggering podcast. It can get emotional um, whilst we get deep with the conversations. With Tea Time, there are five subjects which I usually um, give all my guests who come on Tea Time um, based on who they are, how they are. So uh, before we get into it, let's quickly play this ditty and we'll get into the first subject. Hey, just a quick one. I was flicking between this and the awards. Paolo, you were runner-up for Sexiest Avatar. Um, So I'm going to come and listen back into you guys for a bit (laughs) now. (laughs) um, Keep uh, flicking back and forth. So hopefully I won't miss any of this and I won't miss any of mine or Paolo's wins. Fingers crossed. Yes. Hopefully we'll at least get best duo, you know. <laughs> they, must, they must have they must have some good avatar. <laughs> who knows? I don't even know who won. But listen, runner up, that's not bad, you know, that's not bad. Second place. No, I can't so bad, I can't argue. Of course not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So um like i said so tea time is getting to know an individual's life um yeah five subjects i usually give to my guests so let's get into it um down the balls are you ready for your tea time experience of course i am yes okay based on your life who you are as you are your first subject on tea time is a person of influence and admiration and your chosen choice tonight is my father. Okay, why why your father? Um, my father has always been, I say, been there for him, for me. Um, yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of. Um, he, but he, I think he has taught my. <coughs> Sorry, um, he's taught my work ethic. Hmm. Basically, I don't, I don't know what to start. Right, he he take worked. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Honestly, no, 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 no. He he worked for Babcocks. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. <laughs> Probably not a lot of people would have. Uh, but a lot of the power stations are in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked for them, so he, he made himself up from uh basically a welder mm-hmm. to one of the top 10 in the company within 40 years. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not, not even 40 years. No, he was 40 years old when he was top 10 in the com- company. Mm-hmm. So he's always worked for the same company and he's always been very true and um as much as he's my he's my rock when it comes to that mm-hmm. it obviously evolves down to where's he been what's he done because <clears throat> he he spent a lot of time abroad and um, basically I didn't get to see him so it was me. Oh, 
fuck. <laughs> you got me tearing up already, man. Um, Take your time, honestly. I know this is emotional. No, no, it's fine. This is one of the more emotional ones. Because <laughs> it's my dad. Um, even though can, I ask if he, such, can I ask if he's still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a great... Um, He's a great helper with the company, well, with mm-hmm. our business, and what will we be our company? Um, he's sorry. <laughs> um, he's put so much money and time in the place with us. I think we were a bit naive when we came into it. Mm-hmm. It costs us a lot more. I think he might have tried with Bex with that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so my dad's been doing pot washing for me. I can always remember him two Christmases ago. Christmas Day, he was on his knees at the pot washing. Because <laughs> he ended up doing like, what, 70 odd? If was it, if, it, if it's day. too hard, Bex, um, Bex, if you can um, try and help him as well, that would be lovely. <laughs> no, don't worry, I don't need help. I just need to shook out for a second. The thing is with Daniel is that he wears emotion. So mm-hmm. this whole show has he want he he loves the questions that you've given him. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like we just need to break through that Christmas a little bit. No, it's fine. It's not as easy for Daniel to speak about emotions because I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Daniel doesn't. He, mm-hmm. he he basically stitches it into his sleeve so it hurts, and it will hurt mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, and when he, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe I, I can't. When I saw his notes, I said, I can't believe you've mentioned your dad because I see. I see your dad in a completely da- different light as as you do because I see your dad in the greatness that he gives. Um, yeah, but however, you were there around the childhood. Exactly. Childhood exactly. Involved, Speak about that. Involved Speak about that. outages. So he was in Hong Kong, Atlanta, um, <laughs> Dallas for like 12 <laughs> Twelve weeks at a time. Russia. Oh, he was it. was in. He was in Hong Kong for uh, one. His longest stretch in Hong Kong was about six months, so we never got mm-hmm. to see him as a child. Unfortunately, I've got a. Uh, I've got a brother. What? No, no. <laughs> no, sorry, that totally came in the wrong way. I've got a brother. <laughs> that is. Um, he was born with him on the major autistic scale. Um, mm-hmm. My mum had my mum had mumps when he was born, so that infected mm-hmm. his the way that he lives now. He had uh, limp muscles, so he didn't. Yeah, he didn't walk until till he was about three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't talk till he was about six. He's still got, he, he, well, he's older than you. He's 32 now. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the mental age of a 16 year old. 
but I love him. But because mm-hmm. of all the fractures in the household, uh, which I'll probably get onto as well, <laughs> um, it wasn't. I've... It wasn't like a brother brother relationship. It was more like a, I don't know, my, me and my mum, because my mum was obviously there with her my dad. So mm-hmm. she was slightly sort of fractured with that. And I think I with my brother, I just felt a bit alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, then we moved to Scotland. Why did we move to Scotland? We moved to Scotland because of my dad's job. And I said I was fine with it. But really, in the back of my head, because the thing is with Scotland, in England, you move in after year seven into mm-hmm. high school, don't you? Mm-hmm. And in Scotland, you you move in after year eight. So I was going from first school, uh, well, first year in high school to first year in high school in Scotland after I got mm-hmm. moved. And at first, I was I thought it was going to be terrible, and at first it was maybe for the first couple of weeks. So. I cried and cried and cried, saying that I don't want to go into that school. I don't want to go into that school. Um, before my dad was like, "No, you need to," because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Right, fine, I'm gonna." And I kind of never looked back. Kind of. Although we all go through the, those weird stages when we're like teenagers. But as I said, that'll come out in further questions as well. Mm-hmm. But apart from my dad, uh, but my dad now is fucking amazing. Me and him have never been closer. Um. I've told you about the tangent train. We're going, we're going back, we're going back to the, going, going to school. But um, he still used to do his outages, even though, like, we just moved out there, and he was just meant to be going to head office, and I used to get blamed for a lot of stuff. Uh, around mm-hmm. about the house because my mum was <coughs> mum was on her own basically mm-hmm. uh, in a new country trying to make friends and things like that So and probably she was going through the menopause which all women do um, yeah so when my dad came back from outages I used to well she used to almost calculate the things that I'd done wrong or she thought that I'd done wrong. Um, 
She's got the fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore this, everyone. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Where is it? Um. <laughs> this is this is his choice of but sorry, what was I talking about? Um yeah, so everything used to just get like sort of bottled up fair. Mm-hmm. When uh, my dad was away, and as I said, it could be six, 12 weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she was telling all these stories to him, um, mostly non factual. <laughs> well, definitely mostly non factual. And yeah, he was coming back, and um, yeah. <laughs> It was showing me who's dad, but so I'm going to. But he is amazing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's going through his times. Um, unfortunately, he lost his dad a couple of days. Um, after my son was born, I don't know if that's a strange or not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, they, no, they was. Oh no, he, he shares the same second name as a uh, same middle name, mm-hmm. James. So my grandpa was Alexander James McDonald, which was also strange as well, <laughs> because um, technically my family is not McDonald. That's my grandma's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she was so heavily Catholic and had a heavily Catholic family, um, he changed his name to McDonald instead of her changing her name. Well, it shouldn't be strange because any guy can change his name, but he actually changed face for her. Which I, I sort of think runs true through our family. Which is strange. I don't know. It's um, I think it's um, growing up in old school Glasgow. My dad, my dad went to a heavily Catholic school, and uh, my dad was beaten as a child. So I don't know. I don't, I don't hold that against my dad. Mm-hmm. What what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. He's always told me anytime that I've like felt ill or like wait, cats escaped again. <laughs> <laughs> back door shut though. <laughs> he ran straight to the back door. Um, yeah, uh, my dad's always told me. Like, even when I was in these, like, shit-ass jobs when I was younger. If you're man enough to drink, you're man enough to work. 
and that has mm-hmm. always stayed true to my heart. It's like if 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 you can't handle, if you can't handle it, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's um, I mean, that's a huge, huge part of my life now. Probably more than a mum and miss. My mum obviously used to be the hugest part of my life when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a funny story about my mum is I was at, uh, I don't know if you would call it summer school, but it was like summer sports club. And you go and you could pick like different courses that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I went and picked, uh, I think, badminton, tennis, football, um, rugby, and <laughs> it happened to be on the. I can always remember it. It's the badminton day. I, mm-hmm. It was my first year as well because obviously. I was only there the first year. And yeah, I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for her. And I went to the main office and they said, Oh yeah, yeah, right, we'll call her. We'll call her. And mum eventually managed to pick up the phone saying, Yeah, I just fell on the uh, I just fell off the ladder. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she broke her elbow. Oh damn! She, she still managed to drive to Pocklington over hilly, hilly roads, and and pick us up. And what I done on the way back? On the way back, I sat on the lap. So I sat on the lap and just. Um, Right, so I was in charge of the wheel and she was in charge of the pedals. And but we drove back to the hospital, but well not not to hospital, but to the um the house and the ambulance picked her up from there. Because my dad was on outages again. Mm-hmm. But, ah, that's a thing that you get used to. He's got, he's got a big enough pension pot for the family in this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apart from that, I don't know. I mean, Are you okay? Awesome. Yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm mm-hmm. fine. I want to I want to ask you just touch on what you said before yeah. this whole um school situation in Scotland where you absolutely refused to even attend what what was uh, what was about that situation that like made you cry so much No um, I didn't what, what... I, I didn't I didn't refuse to attend it Paula um I I went in there uh... After about 15 minutes of coaxing. Um, but I just... Because it was... All oh, right. 
this is gonna this is gonna fucking delve deeper. This is gonna go on for ages, mate. Um, <clears throat> so in the fact that you're moving from first year, I mean, how how big was your high school, Paolo? If you don't mind me asking. So I was in a public high school in North London. So yeah. it would have been, I don't know, probably 6,000 of us. Gee. Actually, not 6,000, I lie. Wait, well, no. I'm trying to think. No, I'll probably say, I would probably say 2,000, actually. That seems more realistic, to be honest. Yeah. It's big. It's big. It's, it was bigger than ours, but the thing is, <clears throat> With us, um, the English high school called Walgate in Pocklington, I think I think it was a bit two thousand. <clears throat> Sorry, that got a dead croaky voice there. That's um, fine, don't worry. It's yeah, it was probably a bit two thousand, but it came from. I mean, we had our bus stage, uh, bus stances, and I think there was about. 15 buses coming in but mm-hmm. some of the some of the buses might have been like double up travel up so i think yeah we were about 2000 um but they were coming from all the surrounding areas so you're talking like nine miles away 10 miles mm-hmm. away we, i mean we were nine miles away from pocklington that's where she had to drive with a broken elbow mm-hmm um, but then you, so you're moving from that, your first year there, then mm-hmm. you're moving to first year in Scotland where it only holds like 700. And you've got to put up with, well, you've got all your different sectors, you've got all your different villages, but it, gang life was a lot bigger back Mm -hmm. then up in Scotland. So in the relation to Stirling, we had the YST, uh, Young Sydney's Tall. We had the uh, YBJ, Young Greyhead Jungle. We had uh, Young Rapplock Squad. We had the Young Milton... uh, Balls, probably. <laughs> um, we we had so many of them, so everyone was battling against each other, and that's why. And that's why I'm saying you're like releasing a whole different thing, uh, because the, that's a whole different when it, thing when it comes to my childhood. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's weird. It's weird. But <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. So <laughs> it just it, it comes into um, question five. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so before we move on, is there anything further for, of this topic that you want to um, delve before we move on? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we've. Well, this is about your dad. Yeah. So I was going to make a comment, but then the cat. I want to make a comment about your dad. Is that possible? Go for Can it, I Max. Go about... for it. 
So I met Dan's dad in the light of him transforming into retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd only been slightly working-ish when I was serving you as a waitress for his birthday. That's the, the first time that I met Dan's dad, I had to serve him food. And I, I knew instantly by him sitting on the round table that was in the corner of the hotel restaurant that we both worked at. Dan was sat at the table as well. I had chef. It was very important. This is a VIP table. And, and I think the, the canapes went out and usually you get about four canapes. This table, because it's Dan, they got 12. <laughs> it's all sorts of happening. And I happened to be the server because everyone knew that I was the waitress um, and I was dating Dan. Um, no. Well, it was our first date was... that day. <laughs> yeah, after. Uh, that night was going to be our first date, basically. After he, so we were being chatting on Messenger no, and all no, sorts. No, no, no. We, had the, we had the 20th before. Yeah, we had the 20th before, which was like, okay, what's this? It's more than a work relationship going on right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Um, and then we were like, right, well, let's let's go out for a proper date. But then he was like, oh, it's my dad's birthday. And I said, well, why don't you have, you had it booked for the hotel that we worked in anyway. I said, I'll make sure that I wait that table. And I did. And imagine a round table and the table... The, the chair that opens up into the room is where Dan's dad sits. As soon as he sat down, he just pushed it to the wall and he was open, open legs, watching everything. I loved it. I was like, you know what you're fucking doing with life. You know exactly where you want to go. You've been there. You've done it. And now you're just watching how people flow. And I, I was like, I was so intimidated by it. I was absolutely mm-hmm. shitting bricks, right? <laughs> I, I, when, even when I went to Daniel, who we've been working together for nearly a year, and I knew which bread he loved, I was like, what bread do you want? Because your dad's really scary. <laughs> I was like... This this is the guy that's absolutely built our foundation, and yeah, can 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 imagine a life without him really. Yeah, absolutely. He's been more. He's been, and I'll say this, and I'll say this live, because a lot of people who know me know that I've had three dads. He's been more of a dad, and Dan's mum has been more of a mum than my parents have to mm-hmm. me. And they've taken me under under their wing, despite what I've done. I've done some shit in the past. We've been together three years, and I've said some shit. But they don't well, care. They don't well. care. They, they still come every day. They still come every day to help us build our future. And I really appreciate that from them. And I... Thank God over a minute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. What are you I love you. Sorry for swearing as well. Spotify. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll put a description featuring Bex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah I, she's, she's pitching my dad didn't quit. Yeah. 
Oh, that's no. that's I think your dad doesn't want to stop working, which is why he, he continues to. Because he's been so hard working since he was 16, and he always tells his story. That's why he's writing his book, right? Yeah, he was in he was in his same job for yeah, 17 till 62. But then he had double hernia as well. And mm. didn't didn't get it addressed, which was quite stressful to us. And then when we came back from Greece as well, that's another thing. I don't know. <laughs> we can't keep this question going on a bit, my dad. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll be all, moving on. We we were all swollen, and yeah, my dad needed. My dad was about two and a half weeks of. Off going off on dialysis because he didn't go to the doctor when your mum told him to do so, which yeah. is a message for everybody mm-hmm. go get checked if something's wrong, go get checked. And now he's got a catheter, <laughs> so <laughs> he's got a catheter until he um gets his prostate exam, uh, prostate operation. Mm-hmm. So him and my mum sleep in separate rooms. Oh, blast. They're loving it, I bet. Yeah. They're loving it. Being in separate <laughs> rooms. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I'm going to Yeah. Okay. Let's, we, let's crack on. Yeah, so we've been on the subject um, quite a long time now. So moving on, we'll play this next video and we'll get into your next subject. Okay, next one's from Kelly. What's up, guys? How's it going? Hello, Kelly. Welcome to Tea Time. Hello, Kelly. Um, She's currently on a live, so she just basically left. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dan, are you ready for your next subject of Tea Time? Yes, I am. Okay, so um, again, for those who aren't aware of Tea Time, welcome. This is your first time. This is getting to know an individual's life, uh, who they are, how they are. And my special guest is none other than Dan Balls himself. And yeah, let's get a move on swiftly. Your next subject of Tea Time is a destination slash location of fond memories. So what is your chosen choice tonight? So my chosen choice tonight is San Felicia to Chao. That is um, approximately 60 miles away from Rome. Oh. Um, it, it contains my entire Italian family, apart from the ones that... There's, a, there's one that's living in Rome, and there's one that's living in uh, Milan right now. Mm-hmm. You would love the one that's living in Milan, by the way, Paolo. Uh, Paolo. Mm-hmm. No, no, Paola. No, Paola. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a she's a fashion student, and she's so out there. She's amazing. I haven't spoken to her recently, but yes, the reason for the reason for my choice is. Because it's mainly been my, me and my mum, and <clears throat> me, and my mum, and my brother, obviously. Um, even during summer, because my summer 
seems to me but my dad's like sort of hardest weeks even though he works in the energy industry well he used to anyway um mm-hmm. so it was my auntie irene she's originally called uh catherine mm-hmm. she moved out there as an english teacher i'm saying 40 years ago oh wow and married my married my uncle um so and this is where the Italian genes comes from. Uh, yes, yes. So they, yeah, they got married and had a beautiful family. They've got Marco and Valentina as um, Valentina Schoenero. <laughs> you remember when GI uh, G- Jane came out? I'm not exactly. Are you old enough to realize that? Remember that? Uh, It wasn't Sinead O'Connor. Yes, it was. Was it? Sinead O'Connor when she done G.I. Jane. She shaved her hair hair off. But Valentina was a model at the time and she actually shaved her hair off at the same time. Oh, she was a. Big obsession with Take That and Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there my uh, cousin Marco is a sports journalist. He's been all around Italy mm-hmm. as a journalist. But I'm going to let you know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I need to give you a, a thing into what. Not about corruption. All right. You, uh, you show you your phone with that, <laughs> Paolo? Yeah, you can talk about whatever you want, really. Okay. Uh, so the corruption in the Italian journalism department and basically any, any sort of free speech, you're not really allowed. Okay. Unfortunately. Um, so, especially in Rome, uh, and that's why he moved to Milan for quite a quite a little while. And um, unfortunately, I think that has basically split up his marriage, which I'm not fucking happy about. But mm. um, yeah, there is a lot of corruption in Italy, even still. Berlusconi's gone. But is legend still? Is legend still there? <laughs> it's, weird. Mm-hmm. it's not good. Well, uh, was the last time going you back were there, to the, rest of the family. <laughs> Sorry, Paolo, I cut you off. Where were you, where were you there last time? When was I there last? <laughs> um, right. It's a weird story. Um, I've not been over for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few years. Jane. Um, Jane? Wow. Jane, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was when my cousin Marco, who was actually mm-hmm. getting um, divorced, but. Well, 
hopefully it's not going to happen. Um, he got married, and we had this be- He had this beautiful wedding in the smallest theatre in the world, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. It was um, their wedding music was "Hallelujah" by Jeff Buckley. Mm-hmm. But it was in the smallest theatre in the world. It's like in the Guinness Book of Records and all that. Teatro del Concordia. So just show me it <laughs> on Google. Um, <laughs> but on oh no, honestly, that was beautiful. Don't and the hotel that everyone stayed in. I think there was probably about three hundred guests, thirteen courses, fifteen courses. But you had a buffet outside as well. Seven of the courses, the first courses, all into uh, included um, truffle. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, it's in it was in the Umbria region of mm-hmm. Italy. So they're very famous for the white truffles, the black truffles. But. Mm-hmm. It, Became, even as a chef, it became sickly after a while. But yeah, my my family. So that's the two main cousins: Valentina, Marco. Um, Sergio is a very strong man. Very, very strong man. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, uh, my mom's sister, Irene, just. Grew up the same as my mum, um, and Claire Bank. Your grandma, dementia. <laughs> well, that's not really an Italian tag. No, but it's a good story. Um, yeah. So the both my mum and Jean were obviously born to the same mother, and Jean my grandma. Jean was my grandma. Uh, Jean was a very <laughs> lovable, but by the time I got to to sort of realise who she was, she became a very strange character. And like whenever they were visiting us down down in uh, York, mm-hmm. she was she had dementia. But she was a very heavy smoker. And they used to stay in the guest room. And <laughs> I went down I went down to my mum in the kitchen one night and said, I can smell smoke. Not obviously not in that accent. <laughs> um, but then my mum went upstairs and my grandma was like, Where can you smell smoke from? It's like, Mum, you've got a cigarette in your hand. <laughs> You're not meant to smoke in the house. <laughs> but <laughs> you like, no, I'm not smoking. <laughs> no, I'm not smoking. She had it. She still had the open window, though. <laughs> yeah. Um but that was going away from my time from. So <laughs> with Sergio, you got four brothers. So you got Sergio. Fabio, 
Massimo and Daniele. Mm-hmm. All of them had obviously families. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the top of the table, you had Lucia and Leandro. Uh, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but Le- Leandro died when he was 93 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was during COVID time, wasn't it? Um, and up till about, yeah, I think it was about six months before he died. Uh, Lucia was carrying on cooking the the family meals on the Sunday, mm-hmm. and I was actually explaining this to someone else today on a on a live feed. Um, yeah, Lucia is ninety four this year, and she oh, carried wow. on cooking. She carried on cooking for the whole family on a Sunday and when we're talking about a full family when it is the full family it's 45 people and she will cook everything she will she will still cook a seven course menu for a, a family of 45 she's so beautiful oh um, and because of what the family is to, I guess, the community, because <clears throat> Leandro died, he was the head of the, he was one of the postmasters. Uh, well, he was the head postmaster for the, for the, uh, the town. And Lucia and Leandro used to own the furniture shop and the supermarket and um, Massimo was a gameskeeper. Daniele was a ice cream maker. maker. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had their own job. So basically the, the, the town of family the Pesciutti. Um Yeah, it'll be, it'll be when I lose Lucia, it'll be like losing my uh, grandma. Mm-hmm. The only one that I've got left. Um. Plus and can I just can I just put it out there? Like you say she's 94 and she's still cooking everything. Like, if anyone's not aware, these are what Italian nonnas do, where yeah. they well, will no, cook no. for you for the family until the day, the very day that they die. And even if you tell them to relax, enjoy the rest no, of your no, year, no, they're no, like, no, fuck no. that. I'm going to be cooking you a spaghetti. I'm going to be cooking you was it all the pasta in the world. Like, they yeah. will fucking whip you with a, whip, uh, a wooden spoon, like, to shut you up so you can fucking eat, you know? Yeah. Oh, did, did she start with the Jane thing? Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to complete the Jane thing. 
because Jane was my um, first, like, sort of real. I don't know. Girlfriend. Not real girlfriend, but like. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. we, we, had, we had an abortion together. Well, we were together like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I was going to college in the last year of me going out with her, and I started chatting to another bird, and she got she found some text messages which she misconstrued over the text uh, over the text, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, 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 it's nothing, it's nothing, because we were being friends at the time. And then because she sort of like hassled me and hassled me, mm-hmm. um, it sort of became a it, my feelings grew more for the person mm-hmm. because she was doing that to me, and we were starting to break apart anyway. Um, we got an abortion together, um, but I always went with her. Well. I did go with her to the appointment. Always, we were there. We were there together two years after, after the abortion, because I was too. I was too young. I was like eighteen and a half, and she was like seventeen. So I was like, "This isn't the right time." Mm-hmm. You can. You seriously? <laughs> you seriously going to eat that? It's not to now. Sorry, Carla, I've just presented prawn crackers in front. I made prawn crackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, that was another thing. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't enough thing about it. Oh, apparently, yeah, Bex wants two weddings. I want two weddings. One for the family that can't fly. And it's going to be small. It's going to be family. That's only Lucia, unfortunately. There we go. We've got a whole family table of 45 that we just fly to Italy. I've never been. Where is the next place now? And you've got a whole... So to Paolo's voice once. Sorry, Beg. Now that you mentioned that, let me play your voice now because I see it. Let me see what you're basically saying. Hi, you two. It's me on my account. Oh, it's me. It's Becky. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, the only side of the Italian family that I've seen from Daniel is when they come to England. And um, when Dan lost his granddad, his aunt came over and we watched her make pasta by scratch on the, ki- on the kitchen counter. And I'm, my gosh, wow. I was like, I need to go to Italy. I've never been. And I just need to go and watch this culinary. Like, no one, no one shows that anymore. We don't see how things are made anymore. I I loved it. She just, she just sat there and she rolled all those in flour and everything. Oh my gosh. It was so amazing. So to respond yeah. to that, because Bex is with you, like Bex, how on how on earth have you never been to Italy in your life? 
We've got we've had a house in Cyprus like we did on my tea time. I've had I've had a house in Cyprus all of my life. So we've always uh -huh. gone to Cyprus. Spain and Italy have never been on the agenda with anything. Mm -hmm. Girl, listen, I'm gonna tell you this. If was it if that and Dan doesn't drag you, I'm dragging you both there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip. So you should uh, meet the bay tree in the back end of a, a VW van. Takeaways mm -hmm. every stop that we go. Talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I meant I mentioned it because um so basically there's a time a couple of years ago where I only just started traveling, uh, I believe at the age of 20, I'm going to say 23, 24, long story. But I, I, one of the places I really wanted to go, like was like up in my list was New York. And the other one was like um, Italy and I didn't care where. So I basically chose Rome and I decided, you know what, I'm going to take my mum there because this is a woman who's in her 60s who's only been going back and forth to the UK and Portugal in her life. She's never experienced the world. And every time she sees um, television shows such as, like, let's say Planet Earth or something like that, where they show stuff in, like... Africa or something like that, you know, she gets really inspired. She's like, oh, I really wish I would go there. I really wish I went there, you know. So I dragged my mom and she was ecstatic to go to um, Italy. Bear in mind, this is a woman who's um, shit scaredless when it comes to flights and shit like that. So by the time we got to Rome, she was so overwhelmed by the fact that she's missed so many years in her life knowing that she wanted experiences her whole life so when we got there i think maybe the second or third day she was very emotional because she was just like i wish someone would have taken me to or would have given me the confidence to go to places such as italy because when we went there she she experienced the nonos making pasta in front of her she saw the cannolis being made fresh like she experienced real authentic Italian coffee and like, it's just like a beautiful, beautiful country to go. I mean, I know there are problems right now with Italy um, at this time, but regardless of that, like, it's just a beautiful, it's just a beautiful country, beautiful culture. There's so much history there. The food is outstanding. Like I can't fault it enough. I, I, when we went into Rome, there was literally no bad experience whatsoever. The people were so kind to us. The people were helpful. And yeah, the moral of the story is, bitch, go to Italy. Yes, definitely. That's what I've been telling her. But I think, well... No, right, okay, here it is. Your mum and dad are about to buy a house in France. It would be nice to do a France trip and then Italy. Yeah, but baby, business owners. Yeah, but, yeah, business owners. We can sack it off in September when the kids go to school. <laughs> we just sacked it off and passed for kids. <laughs> 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 she was in a love pilot, didn't she? We live, we live in the middle of the country. No, I don't, I don't want something. You've got June. You've got June and June. 
Also, just to let you know, also just to let you know, um, another thing that I ticked from my mother's bu uh, bucket list was Greece. Um, the last trip we went together was uh, Kofu, and she's never had Greek food in her life. I mean, technically, she tried Greek food um, in a real Greek in London, but uh, apparently, according to the um, Greek people themselves, um, that's not real authentic Greek food. So when yeah. we went there, we tried moussaka, we tried, was there a kofta, we tried, was there um, real authentic feta cheese, halloumi and all that. Like, she was just like, we need to do this more often. And I look at her and I'm just like, really bitch you had 60 years of your life and you didn't was it you haven't experienced none of this like really girl so again more of the story is go to italy <laughs> the thing is yeah with italy as well you've just got like the most simplest things but you got you've got the most oh, well that's another thing that it have you ever I love seen? How Bex has reacted to that, and she was like, "I I concur. I I agree." <laughs> have you Have you ever seen mozzarella getting made in front of you? See, I haven't seen mozzarella though, but I've seen like pasta being made in front of me, and I've seen cannolis being made in front of me. No, no, no yeah, but making cheese in front of you. No, I haven't That's... experienced that. Yet. Well, mate, <laughs> that's what that's as I said, that's about that wedding. My uh, my cousin's wedding, Marcos, yeah, it was like a big ham, um, parma ham joint, mm -hmm. and like they were making their own ricotta and they were making their own uh, mozzarella at the size. It's just such an amazing to go uh, as a chef. And just seeing all the produce around you and seeing the surroundings, and it was right on the beach. So, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. I, I wish I could move out there, but unfortunately not right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One day, one day, you know. Yeah, of course. I'd, I'm not planning to be in this country any longer than I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to ask is there anything my, son, and... my son turns 18 in uh, 9 years so. oh also, bless him what's your was yeah. it I haven't asked what is your son's name Dylan James oh so Dylan James McDonald I love that yeah, that was now, yeah we were just talking to Jason Jean if we had a girl Yes, so my um, my my uh, my dad's dad' middle name was uh, James, so that's mm -hmm. why his second name is James. Um, but if my oh, also also my um, my granddad um, was Jim, yeah. Uh, my granddad that I recently lost. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I put him in any of that's. I don't know if I put him in any of the questions, but I'm sure it'll come up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was named James, and yeah, Jean. If we have a daughter, which 
compared to her family comparison. Mom. Yeah, we'll have a daughter. My brothers have two kids. Yeah, two girls. And, yeah. But we've had two boys. But it usually goes back. Bex is like, I want a daughter. It usually goes back one side. Anyway. The microbe to be non-binary. They're completely accepting of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you can have uh, jeans. You can have jeans, just not the Primark ones that I've got. With them. I've got them with them. <laughs> no, <laughs> All has to be about her, pal. Uh, get back in your box. Right, shall we crack on? Okay, let's move on. So let's play a few ditties. The next one is from my gal, yeah. Rara. Hello, hello. What is up, Paolo? Um, and what is up, Dan Dan the Bulls? Um, it is your girl, Rara. I am about to ask you a really silly question. I'm so sorry um, if I may ask this and you think that it's really stupid I am asking. But um, tea time. Can you guys explain to someone who knows nothing of the sort um, exactly what tea time means, uh, where you guys are from? Please. Thank you. I'm guessing yeah, you got the <laughs> yeah, so basically the podcast itself is called Tea Time. It's shining a light on my special guest, which happens to be Dan the Balls tonight. And it's basically getting to know who they are, how they are today. And usually I set five subjects based on their lives. And we basically go in depth with it. We have a, a fabulous discussion about it. Um, sometimes it does get triggering, so um, be warned. Sometimes it can get emotional. Uh, but realistically, tea time for me in gay culture means spill the gossip, spill the tea, you know? But in the British term, tea time can be basically um, dinner time. So I know dinner time is basically a little bit late right now to have, but you know, sometimes people can have dinner time at 10 o'clock in the evening, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Why not? And I we heard one day, I usually eat really late as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's just a, a hospitality thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, in yeah. Trade, I don't know. and I was there. I also work in hospitality, so when I do yeah. go back to work, I will not be um, enjoying my eleven o'clock um, evening dinners after my shift. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> okay. Moving on, we have another one from Pose. My grandmother, um, my grandmother, she lived until she was ninety-eight, and. To the very day, whenever I'd visit her, she would still cook. And um, I have a Filipino background. I'm Filipino, full-blooded, oh, uh, but born in the States. And, yeah, um, no matter what, I mean, she would get up and she would make something to eat. You know, she's coming to my – I'm picking her up and taking her to, you know, to the park or taking her back to my mom and dad's place. She would be cooking. No matter what, she is cooking something just to keep herself in rhythm because to the day she died, she always fed and supported us and loved all that food. And if you ever had Filipino food, you got to have some Filipino food. It's a rarity, but when you do see a spot, just 
just order up, ask them for your favorites, and you will enjoy it. Ah, uh, yes, man. Yes. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, I've been watching a lot of them. Um, I don't know if you watch them, Paolo, uh, called, is a guy called Mike, uh, it's not Matt Wade, uh, Strictly Dumpling. Oh, Mikey Cheng. No, I don't he's, think I've he's, heard he's, of him. He's, cha- he's got two channels. So one is called Strictly Dumpling and one okay. is called Mike Chen. And he Ooh. does, uh, for the past couple of weeks, he's been doing a lot of um, Filipino, like, sort of barbecue stuff. So you mm-hmm. can you can go in into a place and just buy, uh, like, a, a skewer for a dollar and then... Cook them, on, cook them yourself on an outside barbecue. Yeah, and then just like, yeah, it's just like grab as you go, sort of. Yeah, it looks Ooh, really I good. I love that. I mean, um, to let Pose know, I actually took my mom to um so basically we know as a box park here um i don't know if there's like a such thing it's basically kind of like a street food kind of like um um warehouse in a way and basically to let pose know i actually took my mother for filipino for the first time um in her life and we actually tried the the manila grilled pork belly which came with rice, a fried egg, and salads, and it was just absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like, she was just like, why have I never tried Filipino food? I was like, Mom, you don't go out more, um, much often, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing. It's all about trying new things. And it's like, especially when it comes to food, like, no one's, no one's, um, no one's palate can be, like, sort of restricted to one thing or the other I think it's very important for just as as you say as a chef one of the first things that I, I got taught as a, well got told as a chef not even Gordon Ramsay knows all because they don't know everything that goes on in the palate they can't work it out where they've got mm-hmm. MSG where they got sumac hints of this, hints of that. Stuff that you can't actually teach without the touch. So that's why you need to learn the the true flavours and the true things that come out through these foods. Mm-hmm. And that comes worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, well, that's why I moved away from Scotland, to be honest, Pella. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved away from Scotland, A, because it was coming up my 12 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't want to, because I moved up there when I was 12, I didn't want it to be 24 when I left. Even though I'm half Scottish anyway, and because my, both of my parents are Scottish. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to leave um, after that point, so I left when I was 23 and I'd done a ski season in Austria. Then, nice. I, then I moved, and <laughs> well, it, 
it was meant to be for seven months. Then it ended up being nine months, well, eight and a half, nine months, because mm-hmm. of the, you remember the volcanic ash, ash cloud? I heard of uh, that, yeah. Do you remember from Iceland? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were stuck in the country for like a month extra. Mm-hmm. So usually there's um, 10 sort of managers or like sous chef deputy managers closing down an hotel. There was 40 of us. So we managed to do it in a week instead of like one week. Um, mm-hmm. We paid the bar off, which was nine pound, uh, nine euros 90 each. And we just drank the bar dry. <laughs> and yeah. got, got as much sun as we could possibly get. Honestly, even in even in March in Austria, it was still minus 10. I was still wearing bodies. I was still wearing body shorts. Mm-hmm. It's like, can he beat that? Like, you're, what, 10,000, 15,000 feet up, and you're still wearing body shots. Anyway, shall we move on to to the third? Yeah, I will play the next one. Again, it's Rara. See, I see. So if I'm understanding correctly, thank you for answering the question, by the way. Um, Tea time is kind of like in America, like getting together with someone... Uh, for coffee or or um is it like a where you guys are from does everybody stop at the same time to have a certain tea time or am i tripping (laughs) well tea time can be anything you want darling so like i explained tea time for me is spilling the gossip especially with this podcast um tea time can be anything so like there's also the um, the the saying of afternoon tea, which happens usually around 11.30 to uh, to one thirty two ish And yeah, it's just having afternoon tea, having a bit of conversation with your friends, your amigos, and everything like that, you know? So yeah, that's what tea time is. But thank you for that question, Rubber. Next one is Paz. Sorry, Apollo. It's uh, too much posse, like meaning like I have... Uh, like a deep crew or like a lot of friends or I got a lot of something. So posse, sorry. <laughs> no, I apologize. I'm the one who's getting, uh, who's getting it fucked up, you know? <laughs> sorry about that. So sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving forward. Dan, are you ready for your next subject of tea yes. time? I am. Um, I am. Um, yes. I- I, I, I think I, I think Bex has actually read the uh, the answers to this question, so I'm waiting for her to get <laughs> yeah, so it's I don't know if it's done. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, uh, so based on your life, who you are, as you are, your next subject of tea time is um, a favorite amongst others, um, a piece of music 
of influence and admiration. So this could be, was it? This could be, um, it could be a, a just a song, or it could be a full album. It could be like a mixtape, a remix album, greatest hits album, anything you want. So basically, yeah. What is your chosen choice tonight? My chosen choice tonight is just one song, just one song, one very special song. Um, it's a million dreams. Um, the greatest showman soundtrack. Ooh. And Becky, Be- Becky knows why already, but uh, it's just beauty of the song. And I'll go. I'll go into the <clears throat> the first time I heard the song was the first time that me and Becky went to the cinema together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also a sort of triple date <laughs> because we had my son with me as well. But it was also my first time to um, to Everyman Cinema. Mm-hmm. And so it was just it was just a very chilled out environment. Like my son was on like the lower seat, and me and Becky, Be- well, he was in between me and Becky, and we sort of just like held hands. And I don't know. I think that's where the dream of the Bay Tree started, and that's where the dream of our love started. <laughs> because I got I, I got a little bit weird over the past over the next week because I was scared to say that I loved her. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I did. But I think I think that's natural, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's part yeah, of life yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're scared of saying I love you. <laughs> I love you. She's like, why are you being weird? Why are you being weird? It's like after after the divorce and everything that happened, it was just like I don't know if it was the fear of rejection. Or, um, yeah, uh, as you can sort of probably tell from the rest of my past, it's just been like sort of <clears throat> a fear of rejection and fear of fear, really. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we just this song. We looked at each other, and it was like when it goes to a million. I, <laughs> I'm not even going to try and sing it because I won't do it. <laughs> <any difference. laughs> um, but when we locked eyes together, together, and it was just like. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as above my son, he loved her. He loved her to pieces. But um, obviously we went through lockdown. Sorry, I'm getting choked. <laughs> Don't worry, just um, take your time. Obviously, we went through lockdown, but we couldn't really 
see each other anyway. And the last time I've seen seen my son was twentieth of February, uh, two thousand and twenty. Two thousand and twenty. Mm. Yeah, two thousand and twenty. It's just so hard for. He's nine years old, man. Yeah, okay. I'm fine, man. I'm fine. <laughs> it's just hard. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if you've seen my. Uh, I don't know if I've got. I think most of my stuff is on my Facebook, but you've got my Facebook anyway, haven't you? But it's. Well, it's not even to do with that. It's just. It's just he's up there. Um, Unfortunately, what my what my ex wife done was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll forgive her, um, even though she's not really apologised. Well, she's not apologised at all. Um, she moved from she moved from York to Scarborough. With a mm-hmm. with a week's notice, and then she moved from Scarborough to Scotland without any notice, and that was when mm-hmm. I was going over to take over the pub. When he was living in Scarborough, I was doing a three-hour um, round trip to go and mm-hmm. see him, and then. Suddenly, she stopped answering the phone because obviously she was new. She was knowing she was going out to Scotland. Um, yeah, so very hard to take. Very hard to take, and I think that's why a million dreams always. Uh, but now everything is. Well, it seems to be getting better. It seems to be getting better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she doesn't want to take things through the court because obviously that will cost her money. It will cost me money. Um, but I don't know. There's always that doubt. There's always that doubt that she's just going to pull out at the last minute. Is there was there is there plans for you guys to be reunited? Uh, what me and my son? Yeah, yeah. In the um, in the summertime, but obviously us being pub owners, <clears throat> we can't really. Well, we can't take him into the pub, so he's he's going to be staying with my parents, mm-hmm. and then. Like come and see us during the day, during the night, and yeah, just chill out us for a bit. So yeah, we're gonna have to work around that. But before was it? Before you continue, let me just um give clarity to those listening what Dan has chosen for a piece of music. 
he has chosen a million dreams um from the album the greatest showman which is the original motion picture soundtrack um the song is performed by Ziv Zaveman, Hugh Jackman, and Michelle Williams from the film The Greatest Showman in 2017. This was, was released in December 8th, 2017. It is the second track from the soundtrack of, of this uh, film, like I said, The Greatest Showman. And also there's a reimagined version uh, performed by the American singer Pink. And this was charted in number 22 in the UK charts. And this was two times platinum as well as platinum in America. And there's actually blah, 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 three versions of it. So you have one which is with the original Ziv Zaidman, Hugh Jackman, and Michelle Williams. And at the same time, you have, what was it, the reprise? And as well, you have the reimagined version from Pink that was released on October 24th, 2018, which also did really well on the charts, um, placing gold in the UK and placing gold in the US. Uh, what is it like? So when you chose a song, you instantly yeah. had a connection with it. Like you understood the lyrics, basically. You yeah. understood the message. Yeah, because it was, it's not just the message, it's just, it, it, it's the message and the, the contact without it even being contact. It, you know what I mean, fellow. Mm -hmm. um, it's the eye contact, which makes you feel warm. Mm -hmm. And we we had already talking about what we wanted to do and where we were going in our life. Even even that in that early stage of our relationship, me and Bex were talking about that, and this is <laughs> we got the battery now, and yeah, it's it's can be doing well. But at the same um, time, yeah, would you was um, it? Would you? Sorry to interrupt, but at the same no, time, would you say, like, there's still like, you still have hope that even though you're a pub owner, you can still do many things in the future to come. No, no, no that's that's what I'm saying. That's so that's what I live my life by a million dreams. Mm -hmm. The I know they always seem so far away. But they're not. They're right in your fucking doorstep. You just need to just need to do them. Mm -hmm. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not becoming negative about this at any precise point. In fact, the the positivity is driving me through because I'm still going through aches and pains. Mm -hmm. Um. Not a lot of people will know on this chat, but yeah, I've been going through my ex and pain, so I've been going through what I've dealt with in my past. Mm -hmm. Trying to be a big man, <laughs> but mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's um, yeah, see, you always need to be striving to be bigger, and you always need to strive to get better.
That's it. <laughs> Everyone needs to strive to get better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree. Mm-hmm. Especially with this thing that we've been going through. And God knows if it's going to stop or... God knows. Dan, I have to, was it, I have to interrupt but you. I... You're getting cut off again. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, cool. I don't know if it was me. I was messing with my lighter. <laughs> so, um, what do you want to go into next? So, if you if you got any more questions that you want to ask me about that? No, I just wanted to was it? I just wanted to see like. Would you was it for those listening right now? When you chose a song because it's called "A Million Dreams" and you you strive to want these uh, dreams that are come for are uh, coming forward to you, and I'm sure you'll be striving them absolutely. What advice would you give to the live listeners as those um, listening in streaming sites when this hits? Um, what advice would you give to them um, if they're feeling unnerved about? wanting to do something even if it's just multiple things uh what advice would you give them now um if we, in your situation basically how can you yeah. encourage people no, 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 to okay. go for it you know um, so basically it's hard we we got in there we got in there at a good time so we had eight months trading um Yeah, it, it it was a good eight months trading as well, and we built up a reputation. So we weren't sort of set. Uh, oh, they've been closed more than they've been open because of because of lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of places would have been, and they were just. I mean, there's a lot of places in New York that's going to be shut down. I'm. Mm-hmm. There has been a few people that have been lucky. Um, have you had Jace? Have you had Jace on the show yet? What show were you talking about? Uh, your tea time. Oh yeah, I had Jace a very long time ago at the very start, you know. He came on yeah. the fifth episode. So Jace was if he if he doesn't mind me uh talking about it, which I'm guessing he won't, but he was very lucky because he was talking about going into self employment literally right before. Dan, I need to I need to interrupt you again. You you keep getting cut off, babes. Right, two seconds. Bear with us, guys. We're uh, having a technical issue. <laughs> Can you hear me? Bear with us. Um. Yeah. Continue. Right. Yeah. So Jace was literally about to go into um, self-employment. Mm-hmm. Literally just before the first lockdown. But we were lucky to have the eight months behind us. So we've got VAT, et cetera, et cetera, things to back us up. Um, 
as I said, I hope he doesn't mind me talking about it. But people like that would have been screwed. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, you. It's strange when you you come into this thing that you don't even know what it's all about, and you don't know how mm-hmm. how long it's going to last. I mean, Pella, I didn't assume two years ago you would have thought you'd been a home baker. Are you asking me a question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been baking since I was twelve. Like, no, I... no, I mean, I'm, no, I mean, doing dirty sugar and stuff. Yeah, Which dirty sugar. The, dirty sugar just came out of the blue. Like, I decided, I decided for myself. Like, enough it was enough by working in hospitality, even though I'm still in it. I'm was it? I um, I do have plans to quit the the career in general. Uh, at some point, it was supposed to be before the pandemic because my plans was to go traveling for a couple of months and then come back and do another career and just figure that out. But again, because everyone had their own plans um, before the pandemic happened, I I had to basically pause on those plans because, again, we were like we could have been potentially unemployed, majority of us. And yeah. I decided for myself because I don't know the situation and because I have savings um, um, at that time, I still do. Uh, it basically, I told myself, okay, I'm going to, was it? I'm going to pause, uh, pause. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I'm basically going to continue hospitality when I come back from um, when lockdown eases. However, do I do I have plans to continue to stay there for the rest of the year? Not really, because my focus is to do Dirty Sugar, which is my business. Yeah. How business? Uh, how Dirty Sugar came around was, it was, um, like two years. It was like around two years ago, where it was just word of mouth, and it was just on Instagram, and there was not really much exposure, and it really hit me like during. Um, the pandemic that I need to do something that will keep me focused, uh, keep my mental health in state. And yeah. just basically, it really, it really basically put a slap, like it really gave me a slap in the face to say, Paola, this is the time and this is the place to do it right now. If you don't do this right now, then you are just stuck in a rut, you know? So I told myself, you know what, I'm going to take the risk. So I relaunched and the relaunch was a, a, a blooming success. So I, I took that risk and it basically paid off. So I'm proud of myself, really. No, you're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and I can't wait for that collab. Um, we'll just see when we can get it sorted. But uh, I get what oh. I get. I get what you mean when it when it comes to Jace's um, situation. Um, for those who aren't aware, what who um, Dan is talking about, Jace Williams is one of the stereo users. He's a great um, content creator. He's actually verified. And basically his situation was he was planning to focus on his career as his own boss. And the pandemic hit and basically he had the same situation as me where he had to pause on uh, on that uh, 
choice. But he will he will get into it at some point when uh, life comes back to normal normality. Uh, it doesn't necessarily. Um, it's not that kind of situation where okay, because the pandemic hit, you continue your job onwards for many years to come. That's not the point. The point is, if there is something that you had an idea of of what you wanted to push out there in the world. The time to do it is right now because um, you never know when it, when lockdown eases for those who are in the UK because in America it's a little bit different perhaps in uh, the rest of the world. But it's one is like okay to put it out there to make it simple for everyone. This is the year. This is honestly the year of hustling. If you don't fucking hustle, then you will struggle. That's what I say. You know. Yeah. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I tried to be a hustler. I definitely Moving used forward. to try is there to be anything a else? Is there anything else you want to discuss with this topic before we move on? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm trying to get past this rather large carpet. Going up the stairs. Bex! Sorry, I might have to pause you just for a second. <laughs> no worries. One second. Is she around? Okay, whilst Dan comes back, we all played um, the messages. So the next one is from Rara. I hear what you're saying, Dan. I'm very sorry that that's the situation that had to happen, I guess, um, had to happen. But um, you mentioned that you will be able to have your son back every in the summer or every summer. I suggest, um, and you can do this outside of court. You don't have to do this in court. There's a mediation process where uh, the whole purpose of it is to not go to court for it because it's just an agreement. Um, my suggestion would be to make sure that that is put in writing, notarized and signed, so that way um, no fuck shit can go down where it's your time uh, with your son and, and, and it should be that way. Um, yeah, my suggestion would just be to get it mediated outside of court and notarize that you the certain days of the year uh, or uh, seasons of the year that that you're supposed to be having your son yes thank you for that um did you man did you listen to the whole thing yeah i did i did i was listening to going up the stairs (laughs) over the cat it's just those ankles but those are close. Oh God, she's just Captain Cat again. Uh, yes, um, thank you for that message. Um, yes, everything is going to get notarized. The fact that she couldn't, well, she was claiming court on me all the time, um, which is obviously quite stressful for me, especially going through lockdown. It's very hard. But um, then I sort of, well, she was, she was saying, oh, well, CSA have got obviously got the wrong numbers for you because you're doing takeaways. And yeah, but she seems to forget the fact that I'm paying £2,250 rent. And then you've got the electricity, internet, everything on top of that. Mm-hmm. And because it's mm-hmm. a business, you pay more. You pay more and more and more. 
And obviously, you know, Universal Credit have been amazing. They've been paying us a grand a month between me and mm-hmm. Becky. So, okay, £500 a month um, each. But that's... But we've still been making a loss. If you, when you look down on the balance sheet, we've still been making a loss of five grand. Mm-hmm. So, where's the money coming from? <laughs> so, I think that's why she became totally understandable, and I think that's why um, she, she had a she didn't have a good lawyer in the first place, anyway. Um. Mm-hmm. But we're going to become, yeah, we're going to get it all written down in paper, which is still going to, well, you, during Universal Credit's time, it's not going to cost us, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. Because mm-hmm. I want to see my son. I just want to see my fucking son. You will see him, don't worry. You will see him eventually, I'm sure. Okay, moving forward, and then yeah. let's play this message yeah. from Chloe. Hello, baby. We got um, runners up for the best duo. Yay! Yes. 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 Okay, so for those okay. who are unaware, the unverified wars are, uh, are happening or has just happened. Um, so far, I have become the runner up for best sexy avatar. Uh, thank you so much. And best runner-up with Chloe McClowface for best duo host for our stereo-exclusive game show, The Snatch Game. So, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, mind, also, I don't care if I win. It is, the, um, it is just the love, basically, that matters. Yeah, that's... Definitely. Yes. Yeah, where's okay. the world with... No love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up we have yeah. big white. Dan the bows, Dan the bows, Dan the bows. I don't know if you remember me, but I think I remember you. Weren't you playing some really awesome um London or uh UK artists like uh Ocean Wave or Ocean something? Ocean Wisdom. Uh Rev, Rev up. I can't remember if that was you that was playing that. Revin. Um, Maybe I'm crazy. Revan. Revan by Ocean Wisdom featuring Dizzy Rascal. Go to the live version. It's much better. Uh, uh, Radio 1 Live Lounge version of that song. But mm-hmm. I, I'm glad you, rem- you remember me. That was that was quite a few months ago. It's some mm-hmm. strange time in the morning for me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving forward. Um, so again, um, just to remind everyone what Tea Time is. This is a, tea, uh, a um, basically Tea Time is a podcast that goes from stereo to all streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Music. So you guys are basically part of this right now. Um, thank you very much. And if this is your first time on Tea Time, welcome. Where have you been this whole time? You know. So this is a um, a podcast shining a light on my special guests um, each time. So tonight is none other than the fabulous Dan the Balls himself. So 
Um, yeah, so usually I give five subjects based on who they are, how they are today. So let's continue. Dan the balls, are you ready for your next subject of tea time? I certainly am. Yes. And just to give a shout out, because I haven't seen her in quite a while, um, big out to Mrs. Minnie. Welcome back to Stereo. It's um, fabulous to see you, my love. And oh, yeah, welcome back. Well, we really huh? missed you, my love. Welcome. Okay, so moving forwards, are we ready for your next subject of tea time, Dan? I am. I am. This is yeah. one, of, one of my favorite questions, I think. <laughs> yes. Okay, so your next subject of tea time is uh, a piece of television series slash film of influence and admiration. And your chosen choice tonight is... Sons of Anarchy. Um, no. predominantly jacks. So why is Sons <laughs> not uh, on our? Uh, I can't pronounce it really. Sons <laughs> <Dance, laughs> of Anarchy. There we go. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, have you seen Sons of Anarchy, Paul? I have. I actually watched um, a few episodes because my best mate from New York came and she was she was obsessed with the show um, when it came out and she kind of forced me to watch it. And I'm not going to lie, I watched a few episodes, especially with the main character, Jack, uh, Jax, and I'm not going to lie, there was very hot sex scenes, which I'm all about. I'm all for it, you know? <laughs> So why was well, it? Why why does this I, show I, I, give you I, such influence? I'll, I'll I'll have a slight admission admission here. He is my <laughs> man crush. Oh, you know I'm a, I'm a very straight character, but mm -hmm. yeah, he's definitely my man crush. Um, but I think it's only in the role of Jack because I've seen him in like Prince Arthur and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think it's about all about the brotherhood. But when you look further into the actual the scenes and what goes on throughout the whole series, I think it's about going back to my dad as sort of protecting his um, sort of work ethic and um, ethics as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's why I've written it down because it is um, because his dad was called John John Teller. He mm -hmm. was called Jack Teller Jackson, uh, but John Teller wanted the motorcycle club to be just like. Total straight edge, and just mm -hmm. be a MC, and um, other people had other stories of how they were going to do it and make money out of it. And I don't know; it was just all about the brotherhood for me. Uh, because if you look further back into the story then it becomes more and more real. They deal with the Mayans, they deal with the Aryans, they deal with this and that. 
it's like they become big and it's all about that all about brotherhood basically mm-hmm. and they do it well I think that's the best way to describe them but um so that was it. before you continue let me give um clarity to listeners right now so dan has chosen sons of anarchy as his chosen choice for television series of influence and admiration um it's basically an american um action crime television series created by kurt asata that aired from 2008 to 2014 it follows the lives of a close-knit outlaw motorcycle club operating in Charmin, a fictional town in California's Central Valley. The show stars Charlie uh, Hudnam as Jackson Jax Teller, who is initially the vice president and subsequently the president of the club. After discovering a manifesto written by his late father John, who previously led the MC, he soon begins the he soon begins to question the club himself and his relationships. Love, brotherhood, loyalty, betrayal, and redemption are consistent themes throughout the show. And yeah, this um, ran for yeah. seven seasons. No, seven seasons. Do you think was it? Do you think the concept of the show is very relatable to your life right now? Would you say? I think so. Why as is I that? Said, going, as, I, as I said, going back to my dad, um, it's all about like sort of um, the work ethics and the ethics of a father, and. Even go back to it. I'm glad you explained it in that way, Paolo, because I was like, I'm, I, I was getting loose for words. Um, right. So, Kurt Sutter, who you mentioned, brilliant producer, was actually on the show as a character called Otto. Otto was a gang member who was um, made blind by the. Um, police and that's not ruining any stories don't worry i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not trolling on the stories if everyone wants to watch it if oh i hope everyone's watching it um and do you remember the the woman the wife from married uh married with children no would you like to explain no uh what was the song? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, she's called Katie Seagal. Mm-hmm. Katie Seagal. Computer's not working now. <laughs> also, no, Dan, can... just to put it out there, I'm giving you a, war- oh, uh, a heads I up can't... warning. A heads I can't, up warning. I can't... Yes, I can't. I can't. I can't play the. Um... I can't play the thing. Okay, just to give you a heads up warning, um, we have to wrap this up very soon because um, it's almost um, an hour, or was it one hour until we have to wrap up because the there's only three hours that I can put on the streaming site. So we no, do have fine, to make this quick, okay. okay? No, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, no, uh, Married with Children, if anyone wants to look it up. 
Uh, Katie Segal, Katie Segal sings most of the songs for she's actually married to Kurt Sutter. Mm-hmm. Yet she was in it as Jax's mother. So mm-hmm. she was Jackson's mother and the director's wife at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and Jax is Charlie Hunnam from um, what was that? what did I say? Prince Arthur. Uh, he was also in Green Street. He was also in. He was actually in Biker Grove. You're still there? Yeah. Are you? Was it, are you done? Or I thought you were continuing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was just. I was trying to wrap it up as much as possible. But no, you can. Was it? Just, you can continue. But I'm just giving you one hour heads up. You know. No, no that's fine. No, that's fine. Um. So was it? I want to. Was it? I want to ask you. Are you aware that they're um, about to? Um, sorry, they they released um, a spin-off series of the show. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I've I've not watched it. Uh, I watch. There was originally a talk of them doing uh, a spin-off. It wasn't a spin-off series, so it was a it was a prequel of mm-hmm. uh, Brad Pitt being. Jack Stella's father, mm-hmm. um, which would have been good because Brad Pitt also stars in one of my favorite ever films. Let me. <laughs> Can you guess what? Brad Pitt. No. Would you like to share with us? No. Can you guess? <laughs> I, I I have to what, be honest. What, what I don't film, know Brad Pitt's catalogue. You know. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll give you a shot. The only one, the only one I can think of in my head is Mr. And Mrs. Smith. No. No, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Norton and Brad Pitt together. Still don't know. To be honest. Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club! I have to be honest. I've never watched that movie. Oh my god. <laughs> You've been too much like back here. <laughs> See, she was there. She hasn't. She hasn't gone much to Italy, and I haven't gone much to Fight Club. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you need to watch them both. And do you like Edward Norton? Still don't know his name. <laughs> Edward Norton, really. I don't think but, so. I mean, uh, if you um, give me, if you give me a link of the, was it? Let me just quickly type in Edward Amer- Norton. American History X is where Edward Norton oh, would be. I love, I love American History X. Well, that's Edward Norton. Oh well, now I know him. He was um in the movie. He was all bald, and he had like a he had like a um, hey, cross in his uh, forehead. We're not meant to mention that on here. Yeah, I'm not going to mention it, but there is a movie that has that, basically, on, in the movie. It's dark, but it's dark and it's grisly, but it is true life. And it was true life back then. But 
Uh-huh. We rose up behind those times, and we are now living a shitty pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the Sons of Anarchy, well, I think it was the whole thing with Jax and his dad. I think that's what screams out to me. It's like me and my dad's relationship. Um mm. because he does he does get a well I'm not <laughs> I can't say it because I don't want to be a if you um, don't want to say it, it you can just tell me to move on. <laughs> yeah, well let's move on. Let's move on. Because I think okay. I think I think this next one will uh, maybe take up all of our time anyway. Okay, so we are on our last subject of tea time. So those who aren't aware of tea time, welcome. If this is your first time, this is a shining a light to my special guest, who is none other than Dan the Balls, the other half of Bex, uh, who was on tea time um, before. And this is basically getting to know the, their lives, who they are, how they are. And the last subject is usually the wildcard subject. So what this means is... The subject is now passed on to Dan and he gets to choose whatever you want. So it could be anything that he wants to make um, uh, aware of, anything um, he's influenced by, anything he wants to advocate, anything that's um, basically anything that's happening in his life right now. So um, Dan the Balls, take it away. What is your wildcard subject that you want to close the show with? So my wildcard subject is Social chameleonism. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that might ring true to some people, um, but it definitely does to me. Um, it's very strange. You you don't actually realise you're doing it when you're doing it, but then when you get slightly a bit older, you realise, oh. That's actually how I how I got through that situation. How I was not dealt that situation, but that's that's how I got through the situation. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> technically, I'm an Englishman. I was born in York Hospital. Mm-hmm. I, but I had two Scottish parents, both from Clydebank. And that was only because of my dad's job. We were being through my dad as well. So, um, yeah, so we were both born, born in Clydebank. So I was like, they had this like slight Scottish twang. Mm-hmm. So then, well, you always had that little bit of like stick. At primary school. Plus, I was ginger. No one likes a ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's me and Bex. Otherwise, uh, well, if you don't like us, you can fuck off. Uh, Sorry for swearing. Um, Oh, no, don't worry. This is an explicit uh, um, podcast. You can swear (laughs) as much as you want. But, yeah, but, but then when... I got moved up to Scotland when I was 13. As I explained, it was like you're moving from first year of high school down there. 
the first year of high school up in Scotland. And then you got all the fucking gangs around you. You need to work out where you are. Like, I, I was just, honestly, see, on my first day of high school, mm-hmm. uh, I was 10 minutes late because I was just sitting in the car crying. I was crying. Um, my dad didn't know what to do. Oh, my dad didn't know what to do because that was the way that it was fucking grew up. He was just like, get on what? Get on with it. Just get in the car and get on with it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is harsh, but it's true. And that's why my dad is the most influ- influential man in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I totally believe in that now. I totally believe in that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just felt harsh at a time. <laughs> I mean, this you this boy like scared as fuck to try and go into school. Um, but it was weird. It was weird. But you go into the school and you put into the form class, obviously. But they're all ch- they're all chatty. Everyone, everyone seems in England that the everyone's against you up in Scotland. So I'm not. And suddenly, I fell into a good. Can you tell? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Pello. Can you tell that I've just went into more of a Scottish language? <laughs> 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 I can't have my voice. I can't have my voice. I can't even stop it. Fuck's sake. <clears throat> Daniel. Right. Um, yeah, I can't stop it. So, but this is what being a social chameleon is all about. Mm-hmm. So you need to adapt to your surroundings. You need like the sort of colours for your surroundings. Okay, I'm a Celtic fan. I will never hide that. Mm-hmm. But you get you get in the predominant um, schools. You get Celtic fans and you get Rangers fans, and not much else because their dad's a Celtic fan. Their dad's a Rangers fan. So. That's that's one thing that you have to worry about. And then you need to worry about the, the area that you stay, the gang that you're under. In. Mm-hmm. And, oh, but for me, because I was such a big guy, even walking into high school, I, I mean, I was, I was already Uh, 12 year old probably about 5 foot 6 then grew on well I'm a, I'm about 6 foot 1 now <clears throat> but you, you always had you always had to watch your back because there would always be those little youngins try to climb up the ranks and the gang or uh, or the years in school we didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about it too much but we had you had the friends that you meet in your class, which sort of brought all the gangs together. 
And then I, I got, because I was a big skater, um, I went to the ice rink a lot of times. Well, I would go to the ice rink three times, four times maybe a week. So mm-hmm. four sessions. So that was like, and that was like eight hours. And you got to a lot, meet a lot of people. And sometimes the disco sessions could get a bit messy at the end. But people know, would know not to mess with you because you were friends with this pal and that pal. And, um, but you used to hear them the next day or like even going to school. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you might tell her who swang you with that swing chain. Because mm-hmm. they, they would take the swing chains off the swings in the nearby park, which was called Beach Grove Park. If everyone, mm-hmm. anyone wants to look it up, prove I'm not shitting it, Beach Grove Park, Stirling. Um, used to be right next to the Stirling Ice Rink. And yeah, they used to just batter each other with them. Um, obviously, the <laughs> obviously Bucky bottles, and because they weren't caring. Do you know about Buckfast, fella? What is if that? Not, gonna... Buckfast. I I don't know. Probably I don't know. Can you Buckfast, explain? Buckfast. It makes you fuck fast. It's, it's it's technically from the uh, the monks of Devon, the Buckfast Abbey in Devon, Cornwall, but. <laughs> it's there. There used to be a section of crime in uh, Police Scotland, which was Buckfast related crime, because it has more caffeine than uh, Red Bull. Mm-hmm. So that makes it just like rocket juice. So they used to drink a couple of bottles of that. You could get a bottle of that when I was young for a fiver. And, yeah, that was easy to get when you were a youngster. Mm-hmm. Um, going more into sourcing. Right, so... I'm talking about going into, like... So you, you sort of... You find every sort of social class. And I don't know if I'm meant to actually do it. But I found I found like the sort of heavy metal types. I found mm-hmm. the the gang types. I found the sort of the neddy types but not gang types and you et cetera, et cetera. You just you, and you just join them all up, and you 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 sort of get an algorithm. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, what what person is, what person is friend in each one? Mm-hmm. And you always come up with like one or two people, and then you just join them, and then suddenly you become friends with everyone. 
And that was the that was the really strange part about moving to Scotland because I was like I was so untrusting of people, especially with the name McDonald, speaking half English, half Scottish. <laughs> um, like, what do I say? What do I do? It's like I don't know. You just do what you do. Do what you do. As long as you have this, these certain people in your like area, or you got friends with, well, you you must certainly had to get friends with a gang in your area anyway. You were fine. You were fine. We didn't have any problems really. You've only got really good problems with the. It was when the youngsters started to come through because they wanted to, as I said, they wanted to prove things to their uh, gang. So they was they would come out with dog leads and everything. I've had dog leads on my back. I've had... Uh, <laughs> I've, all, I've had all sorts. I've had bottles smashed over my head. Machete's drawn on me, but it doesn't scare you. Okay, I can show you if I can show you if I get uh, stab wound on my hands, but I'd rather not to. Mm. <laughs> I'll show you when I see you. Um, yeah, but it is what it is, and that's one more thing going back to uh, maybe Sons of Anarchy as well. Scars are character. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. especially the scars when it comes to your past. So that's good. That, so that's going back through all the questions. Mm-hmm. Scars are character. Like scars learn... are character. Yeah, exactly. You learn from these. Like, it's, it's well, it's not your like position to learn from these, but. You learn from these anyway. Um, people may people may say sorry, or people may quit out and you'll never see them again, or um, or your scars are the people that have been um, lost but never forgotten. Mm-hmm. That's an that's another thing. I've I've went through a lot of. Uh, I've went through a lot of people that have gone, gone, gone. I'm not. I'm not even talking that like people that would expect to go. When Matt, I think it was two weeks after. Um, my ex-wife got a pregnancy test done and it was like, yeah. Yeah, it was like two weeks after my um, my best brother uh, died in front of his, his woman's mm-hmm. children. Uh, of a sudden heart attack and he was only a year older than me. So he was only 20, 
24, 25 when he died. I've still not been up to his grave, power, And that's what makes it so hard to take. Mm-hmm. I was there for him all, all my fucking life. All my life. Um, I've well, obviously since well, since moving up, but yeah, me and him were just he's helped me so much through like my whole like dad situation, and uh, I live with him basically for a year, year and a half. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I just can, I can go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I just put it out there? I yeah. just want to say I'm sure there will be an opportunity for you to visit a grave at some point. I would like mm-hmm. to advise you to not um, be hard on yourself on that matter because at the end of the day, there are, there are things in the world where, yeah, we do miss out on, but I like to think there is an opportunity for that redemption no matter what. So what I mean by redemption is even if that is not the case where you didn't um, visit the grave yet, I wouldn't be so emotional and still have that, that upset from it. I would say hold, was it hold on to, hold on to that um, promise knowing that you're going to do it eventually. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, man. I do. And I am going to do it. I am going to do it. The thing is, <laughs> one of the weirdest things as well, uh, you know, that girl Jane that I was talking about in the Italy story? Yeah. It was, it was my like my first sort of real, 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 real relationship. We ended up getting an abortion. Um, <laughs> she became... <clears throat> his brother's and my my best friend's brother's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there, well, there's more glitches in the story. Um, mm-hmm. We know, me and my friend Darren know that he has cheated on her once in the same bed. I, but I am not touching that with a fucking bargeful. Mm-hmm. Because that is just like, uh, I always knew Nicky was, Nicky was a bit weird because he always wanted to step up, step up into his his brother Mara's um, persona. Mara is a completely different fucking. <laughs> That's that's my best friend. It was called Matthew McCool. So it was uh-huh. MC McCool. MC <laughs> <laughs> but he was, no, he was cool as anything. And he would have fucking kicked Nicky's ass if he fucking found anything, anything out mm-hmm. like that. So I know he's looking down and fucking shaming him. But, um, yeah. It's strange. It's made it's made it strange to appreciate 
approach the whole family because mm-hmm. I'll say her, but not that that should fucking matter after like what's it been? Fucking eighteen years, eighteen seventeen years. But that's what it is. That's what growing up. You like you look back and. You look through Facebook and you see all these people, oh, they're having a baby, they're having a baby. It's like, in hell, I've not seen them for like 16 years. <laughs> what? <laughs> these are the people that you used to like rock out the fucking club with. And we used to have the most amazing parties and fucking, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Glasgow, Paolo. No, I'm planning to perhaps go to Scotland during the summer this year. Yeah. Party, party of JC's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Have a fucking party. Let's have a fucking party. Um, but... Yeah, basically on the main street in um, Glasgow... Oh, it's called Socky All Street. And that's where all the clubs are. But we used to we used to have a, a flat on there. Not mm-hmm. us, but my my friends from uni and stuff. And they had this lovely Georgian townhouse. And it was like a five bedder. Mm-hmm. And they paid it was cheap cheap as chips, man. Cheap as chips. And we used to just like be on the the window ledge, which was a bit dodgy. It was about it was probably a good seventy feet up because obviously you've got shops and uh, etc underneath. And mm-hmm. we were we we just had the music blaring, and like some of us were stood up because they were. Um, Slightly inebriated. <laughs> we'll just say that. <laughs> Slightly inebriated. So, yeah, the police came around quite a few times, but I don't know. That's that's part of being being young, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Glasgow Glasgow town life is amazing once it's like fully up and running. Apart from some of the bouncers, they can be a bit dodge. Mm. <laughs> I had one. I had one female bouncer um, refuse me two gigs in a row. And I was like, "What? What do you mean? I've just been from I've just been from Stirling to Glasgow. I've only mm-hmm. had like half a bottle of Buckfast on the way." She, uh, I didn't tell her about the um, the other things, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like. Why aren't you gonna let me into the pub, uh, into the club? And no, no, not tonight, not tonight. But you found out after then that they started selling more tickets than they were actually worth. So they were selling more tickets in order to make more money, and it's like no refund if you get like thing at the door. It's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're obviously selling too many tickets. 
Because I have no lawyers and stuff. Is there anything else you want to discuss with this discussion, um, this wild, uh, wild card subject? Um, music. Music. So, uh, you want to discuss to... another thing? What's that? Do you want to uh, discuss music as well? Well, no, no, no. I think I think social chameleonism goes into music as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, do, we'll just breach it. Breach it slowly. Um, obviously, going in there. I don't know what I was into. I think I was too young to be sort of into anything, really. But then once you got into like lifestyle within the, the lifestyle within the high school, it was like, all right. Well, I'm in this group, so I'll be into like sort of um, clubland classics, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. etc. Cetera. Like, like they would used to used to play the ice rink and that. Um, but I was a big, I was a big skater, so I went into heavy metal slash, uh, not so much punk, but. So just yeah, heavy metal, metal, um, a lot of hip hop. French hip hop is the, probably the best you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, although American hip hop as well used to be amazing when I was back then, because you used to have great albums like. 2001 and he used to have great as like Eminem Exhibit Dr. J DMX God rest his soul everyone if you're fucking mm-hmm. listening gives us a clap because that's one of the first rap gods that I fucking listened to and it was hard to hear and I can't believe it happened on his on fucking Prince Philip's birthday. Um, mm. And I, I, I might be rude here and just say, I don't care about Prince Philip. <laughs> I mean, at I this care. point, I don't think I, no I one care, really care cares about, about the monarchy, you know? Fuck the monarchy, man. Fuck him, man. Um, I'm... I'm <laughs> I don't know. I I feel I feel censored, but not not so. But I I, I don't want to mess up your Spotify thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just because, just that... because I, I have a lot of I have a lot of Irish family, and my my family is born of Irish heritage, so I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the monarchy. I will just let you know. <laughs> okay, and with that, give it up for Dan the Balls, guys, my special guest on Tea Time tonight. Thank you, thank you, Paolo. 
Thank you for the How time. Your... I'm sorry, it's How gone is... so long. And no, sorry fine. if I came up with some was... shite answers. Or... No, it's absolutely fine. How was your experience on Tea Time? I've loved it, man. I've loved it. It's it's mm -hmm. good to get a little bit more off my chest. Obviously, I've I've started with my um, horizons. If if anyone's dealing with any um, abuse or just like needing someone to talk to, just um, horizons are really good within the northeast area of England. Just yeah, hit them up. Hit them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously you know why I'm talking about them, Paula. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna mm -hmm. go into that right now because that's a whole different kettle of fish, man. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, give it up for Dan the Balls, my special guest tonight on Tea Time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, so basically, before we go, let me give you guys a heads up on the next scheduling of Tea Time. So this is a regular podcast that goes from straight from stereo to all streaming sites such as Spotify, Apple Music, anything you can think of as well. Perhaps title as well. Who knows? And yes, um, my next special guest on Tea Time will be happening on monday and don't forget guys there's a full listings of people joining me for tea, uh, tea time actually coming up so monday i'm gonna have the absolutely fabulous the uh th that therapist woman herself it is anna toodles herself yes and then nice. on tuesday i'm gonna be talking to the first woman in great britain herself who caught long long covid herself it is none other than Money Penny herself. Yes. And then Ooh. on Thursday, I'll be joined. I believe this is Thursday. I believe this is Thursday. I'm going to wait. Friday. Wait. Thursday, 28th. I'm going to say 28th. I'm going to be joined by the kinkiest pop on stereo. It is Pop Nature. And then on 29th, we are going to be crossing the pond to um, Maple Lands, Canada uh, itself. We are going to be joined by my future um, co-host for Canada's Drag Race. It's going to be April Damaso. And then we're going to have a double whammy on Saturday, next Saturday, guys, where I'll be joined at 9 o'clock UK um um, summertime basically with none other than Jason Williams other half it would be Sleepy Jean and then straight on that same night uh, afterwards would be the trans advocate herself it would be none other than Finchie so guys don't miss tea time this week and we absolutely absolutely adored you guys joining us today and uh, before we Definitely. go we're going to quickly play Thank you guys. yes before we go we're going to quickly play some ditties and uh, we're leaving and loving you guys dan i think it was a great story and great you know insight on your upbringing and where you are back then to where you are now you know you got to look at the progression of where you are now i mean there could have been many things and accidents that could have happened to you but everything came out positive. Yes, there's some losses in your life. But like Paulo said, you know, those missed chances that you had when you were young are could be presented to you, you know, 
in the future, you know, and those are the things that you don't let go of and you don't waste your opportunity on because I give props to, you know, Mr. Apollo for, you know, doing his thing and pushing his thing and he's and he's doing something rad, you know, and there's a lot of great content on here and a, gra- a really great community of supporters for each other. So um, during COVID, I think this is probably the best app that was ever created, you know, because people needed to decompress and talk about like, you know, their life and what things are happening or what what's going on in their life in the future after covid so yes definitely yeah. and thank mm-hmm. you too much Bossy. and to anyone that's not following paul ferreira follow him on spotify instagram um come join us on the discord mm-hmm. if you got your discord mm-hmm. um linked no, I don't have it's a link, not. but if, if anyone is following Jace Williams, he has the link on his bio. Go and follow that. Oh, um, you we could have DM either of us. Yeah, DM and we'll give you guys a link for the Discord. It's a huge community where we all support each other uh, on stereo. And guys, don't forget to follow both of us on stereo. That little, little, little follow button on our profiles. Give us a little follow if you like our content as as well. Um, to follow tea time for future episodes. And also, don't be afraid to um, click on my social media and give me a follow where I will be giving you guys updates and all sorts about tea time and everything else that is spicy. Okay? Because you know why? And you you know got why? Dirty sugar you as well. Because I am the sugar and spice of everything nice on Zedario. Okay? <laughs> so, once again, guys, give it up for my special guest. It is down the balls. <laughs> Thank you, I'm leaving and loving right. you. And guys, I'm leaving and loving you as well. Have a great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are in the world. And guess what? Stay spicy. Bye, Dan. <laughs> Love you, Paolo. Love you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.